This is the St. Louis Podcast Network. Welcome to the CNC Golf Factory Podcast on the St. Louis Podcast Network with Kurt Rowe and Kurt Goss III. Kurt Rowe is the Executive Director of the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association in St. Louis. Spalding, this calls for the old Billy Barule. Kurt Goss III is the head PGA professional at the Country Club of St. Albans. Hi, we're short. <laughs> now, it's time for the only podcast dedicated to St. Louis local golf. Let's get into the CNC Golf Factory Podcast on the St. Louis Podcast Network. Welcome on in to the CNC Golf Factory Podcast right here on the St. Louis Podcast Network. I am Andy Hanselman. He is Kurt Rowe. He is Kurt Goss. Back after a week off because Kurt Goss was in Ireland. And we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about the Metropolitan Amateur Senior Amateur Championship. Took place over at St. Clair Country Club. Yesterday, uh, a couple other previews with the uh, some recaps, sorry, of the uh, Gateway PGA Player of the Year point standings coming up. Going to talk to Paul Neiman. He is the champion of the Metropolitan Senior Amateur Championship and then uh, the winner, if you'd say. And then uh, we're going to also go and then at the end, we're going to wrap it up with a couple of previews with the uh, U.S. Senior Women Amateur Qualifying, four ball qualifying, amateur series wrap up. And then, of course, the big senior, P- uh, sorry, senior tour. PGA Tour champions. There you go. Snitch and Charity Classic coming to Norwood Hills Country Club next week. Kurt and Kurt, how are you, boys? I missed you. I'm glad to see you. Good Welcome to be back. back. Thanks for having us again, Andy. Oh, thanks for thanks for doing this. You guys, <laughs> you guys are the stars of the show. I just I do whatever I do. We just <laughs> love right. uh, being at the Glen Carbon Studio. Oh, the Glen the Glen Carbon Studios are fantastic, fantastic. We talked about it on the other podcast. Soon to become the Collinsville Studios. Oh, Mrs. Hanselman and I have. Uh, have purchased a new house, so we're excited about that. So we're going through the moving and closing process, which is, as many have been through, know that it's a very, very fun, long process. Well, we're happy for you, Andy, um, but you're not going to expect Kurt and I to help you move, are you? Absolutely not. Perfect. No, we have. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, we were talking about it last night. I was I ran into a friend of mine who I've known for many, many years <clears throat> at uh, one of the local restaurants in town. And she said she was there buying lunch for a bunch of people that were that that were that she was uh, she was buying lunch for a bunch of movers. I'm like, oh, where are you moving to? She goes, well, I'm a moving company now, so if you need to move, you <laughs> oh, nice. And so I'm like, hey, hey, uh, we're moving. Uh, you want to <laughs> come over and uh, take a look and see what we got? And give me a price on this. So we might be hiring movers. Nice, do it. That's the way to go. I I I did it. I, it, it, I thought it was. It was probably, I mean, this is, I did it when I moved into my house, when I moved from my condo to, to here. And I, it, it's actually, I, I hired them twice. They moved me out of my condo into a storage unit because I've sold my condo before I bought a house. And then I had them come back and move all the crap from the storage unit into the house. And I do <laughs> it again in a heartbeat. I mean, I didn't, I, I saved my back and, you know, and I, I can easily stand there and say that goes there, that goes there. So my uh, I'm sure my my friends and family won't mind either. No, not at all. If we hired a mover. So, yeah, it's well, we're going to we're going we're gonna to take a look at it. We're going to see if we're going to see if it fits in the budget. 
I had two men in a truck, and I would hire two men in a truck again. So well, there you go. Our, our newest sponsor, two men in a truck. Give us a call <laughs> right here. You can email me ahanselman at gmail dot com. There you go. If you uh, want to sponsor the show? The lead, though, we're burying the lead here, guys. Is that Kurt Goss just got back from freaking Ireland, where he played golf for a week with a bunch of members from uh, the Country Club of St Albans. Kurt, we were talking a little bit about it before the show started. I said, "Was it just incredible?" And you go, "Your answer was uh, absolutely." Um, it's everything you, uh, can imagine. Uh, it was, a it was a blast and it wasn't just golf. We, uh, we did some, uh, sightseeing a little bit in Dublin, Belfast, Newcastle. Um, so we soaked in a lot of the history. Um, many of you know, uh, 2019 Shane Lowry, uh, wins the open championship. First time it was in Ireland in 63 years. And a big reason why it was not in Ireland before is because a lot of the troubles, uh, the Catholics, the Protestants. Um, so I sound like I actually know something. Um, don't be fooled people. I'm not that intelligent. Uh, but, uh, no, um, obviously the highlight was six rounds of golf in Northern Ireland. Um, six of the best golf courses in the world. Uh, temperatures were mid sixties, high sixties. Um, I was getting texts from my wife that I was 120 here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so I'm bundled up a little bit of rain, lots of wind. Um, but guys, it was fantastic. Um, truly, you know, a dream come true. And again, I owe it all to, uh, one, the facility I work at and two, being a PGA member. Um, so it, uh, it was fantastic. Um, Golf could have been better because when you get a little uh, side spin on a driver or three wood and winds blowing 30, that ball is <laughs> all over the planet. Um, but also the wind affect every putt pretty much. Um, it, w- it was just truly unreal golf. Um, I told a few members earlier today, our second round, we had wind gusts pushing 40 miles per hour at wow. St. Patrick's. Uh, yeah, St. Patrick's is actually only two and a half years old, Tom Doak design at Rasa Pina, all the other courses, are like roughly 130 years. But, um, on the fifth tee box, our caddies are like, guys, it's miserable out. Can we move up a tee box? We're like, fine. It doesn't bother us. Um, so the fifth hole is a par three dead in the wind, about 140, And I have to roast a five iron, which for me is a 185, 190 club. <laughs> um, and then we turn around 515 yard par five afterwards downwind. I hit six iron, six iron. Um, oh my God. and, uh, so it awesome. just, um, it, it's different golf. I mean, Royal Port Rush, I putted one from 82 yards out, um, for my, uh, approach shot on a par four. And I got that to about 12 feet, um, did not convert the birdie, but, um, but no, it, guys, it was uh, fantastic. And, uh, it's something I put in place with these guys about two years ago. So, um, um, if our listeners, uh, don't know me, uh, I'm very much into architecture and bucket list and I don't get to play much. Um, and that's by choice, uh, life gets busy. Um, but, uh, I do like to play historic places or, you know, top, top facilities. So, um, it was awesome. So thank you for bringing it up guys. What was one of your, uh, non-golfing favorite parts of Northern Ireland? Non-golfing. Was it Ireland and Northern Ireland? Yeah, so we were mainly Northern Ireland. Um, You know, Dublin's technically, I guess, Ireland. Um, You got two different currencies. You got euros and pounds. So every day I'm making sure, like, guys, we're supposed to have euros for these caddies, pounds for these guys. Um, But, no, most of the trip was Northern Ireland. Um, We flew into Dublin, uh, stayed in Dublin for half a day, and that evening and the next day we played Port Marnock, which is 
30 minutes from Dublin. And then we drove afterwards. We had a private driver for the week. Um, got to give a shout out to my boy, Martin Wolf, or he goes by Wolfie. Uh, he's, your, <laughs> he's your typical 53-year-old gruff Irishman that uh, said everything that a bunch of guys wanted to hear that was inappropriate for a week long. And uh, um, uh, actually, I'll get to meet up with him at the PGA Merchandise Show in uh, in January. He'll be there uh, representing his company, Premier Golf. So, um, but no, we spent uh, half the week uh, at the hotel at, uh, up by uh, Port Rush. Honestly, I could look out my window, and the first tee box at Royal Port Rush was probably 150 yards away. Oh wow. Um, the same, the same first hole that Rory McIlroy in 2019, I think made triple or quadruple bogey. I made par, I had four feet for birdie and I did not sniff the cup, but I did tap in for par. And then it was all downhill from there. I need to make you a better golfer than Rory McIlroy. It is. I am uh, in world ranking wise. uh, I am a better player. I should probably have been picked for the Ryder cup yesterday, but I was not. Yeah, (laughs) you should have been. Um, but no, uh, some, some cool things. We took the guys to, uh, um, Bushmills Distillery. Um, saw a handful of castles. Um, I think I sent a couple to my wife. She's like, I've, I've seen that in Game of Thrones. Uh, I have not watched Game of Thrones, but they've filmed a lot of Game of Thrones in the area we were. So, um, yeah, it was a lot of, um, but the history in Belfast was definitely uh, very cool. And uh, just imagine 25, 26 years ago, there was still a lot of issues. Uh, a lot of people probably would not travel there. And now it's, it's commercialized like many other giant cities so very unique place i also have not seen game of thrones kurt roy have you seen game of thrones no not a fan well then we are the only three guys on the face of the earth who have not seen game of thrones so congratulations <laughs> yeah. to i haven't seen i've not seen it yeah <clears throat> i tried that's to cool it. kurt that's awesome story man that's uh that's that's really it that's yeah that's exciting man i've and- so to so to, to one more question for you. So I just asked you about your favorite non golf part. What was the favorite golf part of the trip? Oh boy, um, there was a lot of them. Um, you know the camaraderie with the guys every night. I uh, set up every day. I had different games and golf genius that I set up before the week. Uh, um, so we had a two man events, four man events, four man versus four man. The final day was low net singles. Um, I did a week long Stableford points race, um, through golf genius. So a lot of that, but, um, I really think, uh, Royal County down our final round was truly just a special place. And I'm not saying Royal Port rush isn't who's hosted the open championship and a will again in 2025, but, um, it really just kind of spoke to me. Um, everything was spot on. I thought it was a fair golf course and, uh, um, just special going through each clubhouse. Um, maybe not St. Patrick's cause it's so new, but all the other courses, Port Marnock, Port Stewart, I mean, Castle Rock, literally the week before we were there had the DP world tour, uh, LPGA women. Um, so again, uh, I mean, again, Castle Rock, a lot of people have probably never heard of, I mean, six years ago, uh, John Rahm wins the Irish open there early in his career. Um, so just seeing these old trophies and plaques um, from 130 years ago um, really kind of just gives you the chills. Like, you know, every place, you know, that big name players have walked through. So yeah. um, no different than walking the hollow grounds of a Norwood Hills who has an event coming up. Um, you know, just older places have very cool history behind them. And I made time to go through each golf shop or, um, clubhouse for 10, 15 minutes and just kind of take some pictures and look at the past history. Did you buy lots of merch? Did you learn any merchandising tricks? 
Uh, so merchandise wise, um, they're not the biggest golf shops around. Um, okay. but, uh, I did, uh, control myself until the final day. Um, they, most of them use the same manufacturers, a lot of Peter Millar, Grayson, same companies for hats and, and, uh, head covers, things like that. But, uh, most days, uh, I was spending two to 250 in a shop, which was fine. And then, uh, I go to Royal County down and, uh, I had to buy a few gifts from, uh, my assistants and, uh, my team back home. But, uh, I set everything on the counter and it's like, uh, and the, the pro behind the counter is it's being rang up. He's like, oh, thank you. Appreciate it. I'm like, Oh yeah, no problem. I wasn't thinking much of it. It's like 946 uh, pounds. <laughs> and then I look at my credit card. I'm like, ah, actually that's $1,200. Um, so, uh, that's a lot to me might not be some, uh, much to others, but for me, I was, I was like, Oh, $1,200. That's uh, two months of truck payments, but whatever. When am I ever going to be back? Probably never. So I took advantage of it. Yeah. I mean, you, 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 yeah, that's what you do in that situation is you, you, you soak it up and you buy everything you can. Yeah. Yeah. You got to, I'm glad glad to hear that you did. I'm glad to hear that you did that. Um, so, Something I've always wondered, the head golf professionals at courses in Europe, obviously not members of the PGA of America. Um, what What is their affiliation? How does that, how are, how are they certified? How, how does that work? So their process um, is very similar. Um, I noticed that most of them were all, I would assume, Irish, um, Scotland. I mean, Scotland's 12 miles from Northern Ireland. Um the first day at Port Marnock, actually a young assistant was from the States. Um, and, uh, but no, I, I think it's, you know, our, our industry 50 years ago, a lot of head pros or directors of golf, it seemed like were past like mini tour players or some were PGA tour players. Um, and I think in the old days, Kurt really probably knows this, that it seemed like the head pro was, you know, still a plus four handicap at a lot of places and was always kind of the play with the members five times a week and, you know, whatever. And obviously times change in our industry, but I do think at a few of these places, the head pro or director of golf, the head honcho, we should say, uh, is still a good player. I know at Port Rush, uh, their director of golf is a stick and he played as a marker in I think 2019 in the open championship. And I think I've seen on the golf channel that, you know, he posted a couple of rounds in the low seventies. Um, uh, same thing. I did a little research on, uh, uh, the head honcho, um, head pro at, uh, Royal County down. Same thing. He has a heck of a playing career. Um, I think he played some European events or DP world tour. We call it now. Um, but similar process. I think they learn all aspects of the golf business. Um, you know, I've learned your, things. What's that? What's, your, what's their organization called? Uh, so I don't, it's oh, not PJ of America. I you no. That. no, I don't know. Thanks for making me look stupid, Annie. Appreciate it. I, I didn't, I didn't mean to do that at all. No, I know. I know. I seriously, I honestly, I don't know, um, their, uh, exact pathway. Um, but, uh, I mean, some of their facilities have, you know, our PJ logo. Um, now you got me trying to search. I apologize, Andy. No, you're fine. Um, you can keep asking questions as I search. I apologize. We're off track now. I think so that's like, all the questions I had. I was just curious about that. Yeah, so I'm going to uh, – I think I'm just going to Royal County Downs website and um, – 
So, yeah, he's the head professional and director of uh, golf operations, and he is technically a PGA Master Professional. So wow. I don't know if he went through the same process, you know, through the PGA in the States or if there is – I think it's very similar. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it's probably just a slightly different organization um, or, you know, I don't know for sure. I'll find out. No, no big deal. I just was just curious. <laughs> so, Kurt, any more questions about uh, Ireland for uh, our, our 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 hallowed co- uh, co-host? No, no, I, I don't. It's just uh, I'm just excited for you. And yeah, uh, saw some pictures on Facebook. It looked like yeah. it just it looked beautiful. And I'm just we're glad you're back. We're just and we're glad it was a trip that yeah you were that cool. you were that you were that it lived up to be. I know that you were super super excited about it and. uh we're uh, living vicariously through you and and uh, happy that you got to experience such really an, an, an incredible trip that can, is once in a lifetime for most people. Yep. Yep. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, <clears throat> another recap, a little closer to home. The uh, We had the Senior Amateur Championship out of St. Clair Country Club. How'd it go, Kurt Rowey? Yeah, it's uh yeah, thirty first Metropolitan Senior Amateur Championship, uh Monday and Tuesday. Um and that's you know, we kinda teased we're gonna hear from our champion Paul Neiman here in a little bit. But uh it, it went great. We had two fantastic days of weather. I mean the weather was perfect, it was beautiful. Um you know, I said you know, we've 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 gotten so lucky this year with our championships, whereas last week they had the St. Louis District senior um, at Lake Forest on Monday and Tuesday when it was, you know, 110. And, um, these same, a lot of these same guys played in that and they, you know, talked about how, how, you know, what a tough two, two days it was. But anyway, it was great. St. Clair Country Club was in fantastic condition and, um, maybe the best I've seen it in a long time. So a little shout out to, uh, Jeremy Klotz, the superintendent out there. He had the, had the golf course in, uh, in just really great condition. Um, and uh, just a kudos to St. Clair. They've uh, they step up almost every time I ask. And uh, just like uh, I've said it here before, you know our member clubs are. I think they're, we've got the best set of member clubs in the in the nation that support us in conducting our championships and and qualifying rounds and that. And uh, they just get it. Like I, uh, uh, Tom Sipula, the the GM out there, you know he he said one of the last things he said to me is like, you know, let me know what what can we do next? And, uh, so when you, when you get that from, uh, from the staff, that's pretty reassuring and that they're, you know, they're going to welcome me back. So, um, so anyway, that's about St. Clair, but yeah, we had 84, 84 total golfers in the championship that's spread across. Uh, we had a championship division, which had 39 and then the uh, rest of them are in different age divisions where they play a little, low, low gross and low net. Um, but uh, several former champions, uh, Brian Lovett ended up uh, runner up this year. He was the defending champion. Um, Scott Edwards, a two time champion, actually played one of the age divisions. Jimmy Dunn, former champion. Mike O'Neill, a past champion. But um, you know, just to get just a good solid field. That's uh, you know, it got just gotten better. We got we got some new uh, we got some new seniors um, in the bunch. Our Paul Demon's a senior this year. He's he's new to that uh, that circuit. Uh, David Strickland played well, um, and so anyway, just uh, you know, kind of the 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 younger seniors are uh, are, are coming up, um, and we'll be remiss to you know next year we got this one guy named Skip Burkmar. If anybody knows that name, guess what? Yeah. 
senior next year. So he's going to be competing in, uh, in this stuff. So, but anyway, it's, uh, yeah, Paul was, uh, you know, a great champion cause he was, he was just very elated to, to win. And, um, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about that in, in that segment. And, uh, Rick Meyer was there. The, the trophy is the George F. Meyer trophy, um, which was donated by the Meyer family a number of years ago. And Rick, uh, Rick Meyer Jr., uh, George's son, was there to present the trophy. They uh, they take a lot of pride in making sure somebody from the family is there to uh, to continue passing that on. So that was very cool uh, for him to be there and and uh, present the trophy to Paul and and continue on uh, that that tradition. Another fantastic event put on by you, Kurt Roybe, and the uh, Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association. Does that wrap up your amateur championships for the season? No, we still we still have a four ball championship yet in uh, the end of September. So mm-hmm. we've got um, well, that's our, like our real metropolitan championship. And then we've got a couple other, you know, another small event, the Southern Illinois Amateur, coming up uh, next week, uh, Saturday. This is September ninth. Uh, but uh, but yeah, that's kind of that's our last kind of major. You know, the four balls. Uh, um, I wouldn't call it one of our majors, but yeah, we've, we've got yeah. that coming up yet. Awesome. And then, uh, Kurt Goss, I, it sounds like that there's a, uh, quite a little race down on the wire here in the Gateway PGA Player of the Year point standing. Yes. Uh, double checking here. So, yeah, looking at, uh, the Gateway section, there's a still a handful of events left this year, but, uh, kind of wanted to see where things were standing a little bit earlier. And if I look at the, uh, regular Player of the Year, um, race, um, we have Mac Gendler from Greenbrier Hills uh, currently sitting at the top, but uh, only 30, uh, 36 points behind is uh, Sam Lee, who we mentioned Sam Lee um, and Spencer T. Olin uh, earlier in the uh, year. Um, obviously, uh, they were hosting a few events. So Sam Lee's kind of um, right back uh, behind uh, Mac Gendler, which uh, ironically, Sam uh, used to be an assistant for Matt uh, a few years ago. Um, yeah. so, uh, kind of chasing his old boss and, uh, actually not many points behind that is, uh, JD opping over at Belle Reve. We got Ryan Roy, only a few points behind JD sitting at fourth. Um, and then a little bit further back fifth place, uh, Shane Blankship down there at the lake. So, um, that's a regular, uh, player of the year race, our assistant player of the year race. Uh, we got Matt Swanson with a nice lead, um, uh, Matt over at Forest Hills over Kyle uh, from uh, Norwood Hills. Looking at the senior player guys flipping through. Um, Bob Gauss has a small lead. Bob at Family Golf over uh, Steve Houseman. Steve's 30 points behind. Gideon Smith from uh, Quincy. Gideon can't be a senior. What? No, that's crazy, isn't it? I thought he was like 44 forever. Uh, but Gideon's 90 points back. Uh, Rob's a door six in there. Fourth place. Guys, let me uh, jump. Uh, let's see where the ladies sit. Um, Allie Wells uh, sits uh, atop in the Women's Player of the Year. Uh, so, yeah, kind of looking at things as, uh, you know, we start to almost kind of wrap up our seasons, which is tough to say. We're really not wrapping up. We still got a good 12 weeks of weather in St. Louis, we hope. But, yeah, yeah just like Rowie, uh, some things are wrapping up. So uh, some tight races in the gateway section in our different divisions. So uh be fun to watch uh, who can uh, capture those titles. Um, and uh, maybe we'll see a new face or two up there uh, this year at our awards banquet in early December. It's hard to believe that Steve Hausman's a senior. Uh, I took lessons from him. Oh, 30 years ago when he was 25 years old about uh, <laughs> after he just graduated from SIU. I was a lot of, he was an assistant under Vic whip. 
out at Sunset Hills Country Club. Him and Steve Lane <clears throat> were uh, were were Vic's assistants for a uh, Vic left Sunset Hills in nineteen ninety two or three to go up to Kemper Lakes in Chicago. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I don't know if he's still. I think he's still up there. As a matter of fact, that wraps up the recap portion. We call that segment one here on the CNC Golf Factory podcast. Kurt, Kurt, and Andy back after this. Back here for segment two, CNC Golf Factory podcast, right here on the St. Louis Podcast Network. Andy Hanselman, Kurt Rowe, Kurt Goss, alongside. We are joined by the most recent Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association champion, and he is the senior amateur champion. It uh, took place yesterday out at St. Clair Country Club. He plays out of uh, Persimmon Woods Golf Club, and it is Paul Neiman. Paul, how you doing tonight? Appreciate the opportunity to uh, speak with you guys. Paul, how does it feel to have your name on that trophy for the uh, for the senior amateur champion? Oh, it's like I'm living out my dream. I've always wanted a championship like like this, and uh, it is a is true honor. In fact, uh, it, we know which ones are what we call our majors, and this definitely was one of the majors for sure. Paul, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on with us this evening. Uh, fresh off your victory. I know uh, you kind of just alluded to there. You said it. You said it yesterday too at St. Clair that uh, you know you've been playing in Metropolitan Championships for uh, well, I don't know exactly how long, but for a long time. And, and uh, so, congratulations on you know finally you know, getting a, getting your name you know one of those one of those trophies. Uh, to be honest with you, I think you're the, you're one of the first people who've ever really kind of admitted that that that's always been a goal to you know have your name on one of our trophies. So that's from a selfish point of view, that's uh that's pretty cool. And and uh, I just want to say congrats and and uh, and thank you for that for that uh, you know for for getting that done. Um, you know the the field was pretty strong. We have you know we had all the best seniors out there. Uh, tell us a little bit about your about your play at St. Clair over the last two days, or you know, to uh, to get this victory. Yeah, um, the uh, course was in. Become a fan of that uh, of the golf course, but uh, it's uh, it's 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 pretty impressive with the the senior group that we have and players that could have won that on any given day. And to come out on top was just uh, a wonderful experience. But, um, yeah, I got off to a uh, a good start the first day. Played really solid, hit the ball very well, and, and had it going there. And uh, yesterday was one of those days that I kind of used for a learning experience that uh, I got off to a good start. And I started thinking about winning this trophy. And as I said earlier, what that meant, I couldn't get it out of my head, and I think that I kind of mentally uh, affected me and then made a couple bogeys. I looked at the leaderboard and I saw I had a one shot lead. So my goal changed to try to get two more birdies coming in. And uh, if I don't win, I gave it my best. And uh, luckily that was good enough to win by three strokes. And uh, yeah, it, it felt wonderful to you handing that trophy over. Talked about St. Clair. St. Clair was, uh, I agree. St. Clair was, it maybe was in the best shape. I've seen it in recent years. We've had a few championships over there. And, uh, so I, you know, I want to say real quick, you know, thank you to St. Clair Country Club. And, uh, you know, they, uh, they've been a huge supporter of amateur golf and even talking to Tom Sipula, the GM afterwards, you know, he, he said it. He goes, you know what? He goes, it all started with Bob Golby. Bob Golby set that tone years ago that, you know, this is going to be a place to, that we're going to, perpetuate amateur golf and championship golf and the club just still embraces that and they just get it 
And, uh, so that's, uh, that was pretty, uh, that was pretty cool thing to hear from, you know, from Tom. So, um, you know, with your, with your win, it, uh, not to, to, it puts you uh, also in the lead for our senior player of the year points race, um, after, after that victory yesterday. So, uh, you know, that's, uh, I, I assume that's probably another goal is, uh, you know, to, uh, you know, be come out on top of that, uh, at the end of the year. You know, uh, yeah, that would be, uh, that would be just wonderful being player of the year. I know, uh, I respect, uh, buddy and, uh, Brian and, and those guys that have been winning it lately. And, uh, uh, turning 50 is like, uh, be a rookie. You, you get excited and that kind of <laughs> sparked me to kind of want to play better golf and actually practice and put some time into the game. Well, I know we've, we've, there's a few more events. I don't know what you, what do you got else on your schedule? You got, a, you know, a few more events that uh, have points attached to it. I guess the state senior is coming up. Maybe you're playing that. Um, we got the Southern Illinois amateur coming up as well. Um, you know, that's also a point event. What's your, uh, what's your summer yeah, all look like yet? Yeah, I, I did sign up for the state. I'm looking forward to that out at Algonquin. And, um, yeah, the other one I haven't signed up yet because of now. But uh, hopefully I can uh, get out there and play in that. Hey, Paul, first and foremost, uh, congrats on the big victory uh, just yesterday. Um, kudos to you and uh, best of luck for the remainder of the season. Um, you know, it's, you say turning 50 and uh, you feel like you kind of start putting some extra work into your game. Uh, how much time uh, a week do you dedicate to either play, practice or both Um uh, with uh, having a, a busy uh, schedule and then uh, yeah. focusing on golf. My my job uh, career allows me to where I'm at um, to be able to uh, play on the weekends and probably two or three times a week I like to get out and just hit some balls, practice, uh, maybe take a half a day and get out and, and golf when I I don't disagree with that. Um, yeah, so, you know, congrats again. Uh, keep up the play and uh, finish strong for the uh, player of the year for the senior division um, this uh, late summer and fall. Keep it up. Thank you very much, Kurt. Welcome. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit. I'm going to bring up Pursuing Woods just because, uh, you know, that Pursuing Woods has probably become one of the, uh, what I call the players club in town. I mean, you got a lot of good players out there, Paul, that you play with. And as I was evident yesterday, our final group in the, in the championship division were all three persimmon woods guys you brian hall and and uh david bremer so you want to talk a little bit about what the competition's like i'm sure that's got to help you out you know as you're going through these events you're you're playing with a lot of good players at the club right senior club championship there or the club championship is every bit as hard as winning a, a metropolitan in some ways uh, especially the way they know how to play persimmon woods it's uh, a tough uh tough chore but, uh, you know, we play in your tournaments where we're, uh, I would say about 20 of us constantly are playing, um, you yeah. know, in the area tournaments. But being paired with Dave Brimmer and Brian Hall, uh, we were texting the night before at each other. We got to get a uh, validation skins game going and a little match play <laughs> and everything else. <laughs> That's good. Well, I share. I shared a little story with these guys uh, for Kurt and Andy's sake. I, I got a text about nine o'clock on Monday night after the, the pairings were out for for round two from Ty Zimmerman, who's uh we all we all know Ty. But anyway, Ty spent some time at Old Hickory when a couple of these guys, Bremer and I think Paul, you guys were both at Old Hickory one time, and yeah. He asked me the question. He goes, "I want. Uh, is there any action on what the action is on this final grouping? Because all the <laughs> guys in there. So right." But, uh, 
right yeah well it's 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 like i said earlier it's it's been a it's become you know like a you know kind of the players club in town i mean for years it was norwood hills all the you know a lot of top players were at norwood hills and it's just kind of shifted to uh to pursuing woods just just a lot of good players and as you mentioned there's a a lot of them who play in almost all of our events you know i think when we had the metropolitan amateur a few weeks ago we had 18 members you know from pursuing woods playing in, in that championship so but Anyway, th- Paul, thank you again. Um, I'll throw it back. Andy, I don't know if you got any follow-up questions or uh, anything to, to add or that you got to ask, Paul. I, I don't. just want to thank Paul for coming on the show, and uh, definitely pre- congratulations on your win again. And uh, looking forward to uh, having you back on again sometime soon to talk more golf. I, I'd appreciate that. Thanks for having me. Paul, have a great night. That is Paul Neiman. He is the Metropolitan Senior Amateur Champion. Plays out of her Simmons Woods. Back with segment three right here on the CNC Golf Factory Podcast, right here on the St. Louis Podcast Network. Final segment, CNC Golf Factory Podcast, right here on the St. Louis Podcast Network. Make sure that you guys follow us and like us on all the social media. On Instagram and Twitter, we are CC underscore golf underscore factory. On Facebook, we are C plus C Golf Factory. And make sure you like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever it is that you listen to your podcast. Uh, coming up tomorrow at Glen Echo Country Club is the U.S. Senior Women's Amateur Qualifying. Kurt Rowey, you have a full field. It's going to be a long day from, like, sunup to sundown. Yes, we have a full field. I mean, I'm sorry, we have a full group of three three ladies playing tomorrow. Okay. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, how, many, how many spots? One. Okay. Everybody's going home happy, I guess. We got one spot and two alternates. So everybody's getting a little oh. something tomorrow before, okay. we, before we go tomorrow. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, we, we did start with five, but we had, we've had two withdrawals. So, um, so right now we've, we've got the three, um, locally, Kathy Glennon, St. Albans is playing. And then two ladies from kind of Southern Missouri, um, are, are in the field. So anyway, they'll, uh, they'll play for the one spot in the senior women's, um, championship, which is, uh, I should have that show just coming up. Um, sorry, I should have been ready for that. That is while you're looking it up. Did you guys see the video? Troon Country Club, Troon Country Club. Yeah, true. Okay, cool. Yep. In uh, Scottsdale. Yes. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful place. Yeah. Very, very cool place. Uh, so, did you guys see video of Laura Davies this past week? Uh, we should be playing U.S. Women's Senior Open or something. Senior Women's Open, yeah. We should, yeah. We should even mention. Should we would we would be remiss not to mention. Sorry, taking stealing your no, you're Lord fine, Sunder, But uh, remiss not to mention Ellen Port making the making the cut. Yeah, at the Senior Women's Open actually and played with uh, played with Laura Davies the first two days. Oh, did you really? Ellen did. Yeah, Ellen played with Laura the first two days, but Ellen made the cut the senior women's open. So go ahead. Back Greenskeepers around the superintendents around the country cringed when they saw <laughs> what Laura Davies did on the tee box where she took her eight iron or whatever it was and made her own tee with the turf by like hitting backwards and making a little mound of grass and then putting her beautiful move on a ball. And, and she's been doing that forever. I mean, uh-huh. she's, that's been her, she's been doing that. As long as I can remember watching watching Laura, I don't remember it ever going oh, viral yeah. on social media. Where well, no, maybe that may not may, may not be, but I know she's always done that. She's yeah, always, she's always done. It. Yeah, she's always yeah. done it. But just just see her do it, and <laughs> that was that was super super cool. So yeah, uh, congrats to uh, local legend Ellen Port for making the cut, and uh, and 
She's doing she keeps it again. on going. She keeps on going. She actually registered today to play in the Southern Illinois Amateur next Saturday. Next next Saturday over. Oh, did she really? Yep. She just she's like I gotta get out there and compete a little bit before she goes off to play in the. Um, I guess she'll probably be playing in the women's mid and the senior women's. You know, coming up down the road here, and she just just needs needs to play, and so she's coming out to to Mount Vernon to play with the play with the guys in the Southern Illinois Senior Division. So good for her. Yep. She never ceases to amaze me. So she she hated it that she missed the uh, she didn't play in the Metropolitan Senior you know Monday Tuesday because you know because she won the thing she you know she yeah she won it last year two years ago two years yeah ago. two years ago she won the Metropolitan Senior Championship yeah beat all beat all the guys that's awesome but um, so yeah yep so uh, you have a couple of events coming up at Ann Briar Golf Course. Uh, the Amateur Series wraps up on Tuesday, and then you have the U.S. Uh, four ball qualifying also coming up at Ann Briar. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, kind of convenient to be able to do that. Uh, thank, thanking, thankful for uh, this again the support of uh, Ann Briar Golf Course. But yeah, Tuesday, uh, day after Labor Day, we're going to wrap up the regular season of the Amateur Series. Um, event number six and we'll finish that up before we uh and then we'll have our two-day championship in october um but we, yeah we've uh we'll do that on tuesday and then wednesday we have qualifying for the 2024 u.s amateur four ball uh, we do qualifying uh, around the country from now through the end of the year for the 20 2024 championship um which is at the philadelphia cricket club in um in in may of 24 but uh um yeah we've got 50 um sides teams um so we got 100 players on wednesday at Anbriar for two spots um into the into the 2024 amateur amateur four ball uh should be good a lot of really solid squads um got the you know from the local stand standpoint um Echo Camp and Gumper, who qualified last, this past year, qualified last year to play in this year's four ball. Uh, Berkmeyer and Nursky. Um, trying to think who else. Uh, the Migdal brothers are actually playing together. They're they're teeing it up. Sam and Joe. Um, but uh, and there's some others from other parts of the uh, of the area and other parts of the country coming up coming up to play. So uh, should be good. I've uh, I was out at Anbriar couple months ago and played it was in great shape and i i hear it's continues to be in great shape which is no surprise and so uh, they'll be ready for us to uh to have a have a qualifier but two days in a row uh as uh very nice of uh of ambriar and then the 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 noby family although rest in peace mr no william noby who we lost a few weeks ago but uh kevin schaefer and his his uh, crew out there will be uh ready to welcome us uh for a couple of days next week um to uh to Anbriar. Yep. One of the uh, top golfing destinations in the area is Anbriar, just a wonderful wonderful place. And then uh finally we're going to wrap it up with the Ascension Charity Classic. The pros, the senior PGA, our PGA Tour champions come to tee it up uh next week out at Norwood Hills. Boys, what are your thoughts? What do you uh what do you what do you like about it? Well, it's, um, I mean yeah, it's exciting to, you know, to 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 have the champions tour here um i haven't really seen i think you know i think most of the top players are uh are are coming um you know so uh i, I assume patrick harrington harrington is, will be here to defend his title um i 
can assure you Norwood Hills is going to be in just absolute perfect condition. Um, it typically is. Um, I know uh, we'll give a little shout out to Mike Null, the superintendent. He's been, I've seen some emails come from the superintendent association trying to fill uh, a lot of volunteer spots. So hopefully uh, he's getting some luck with that because uh, that's a big undertaking to, to conduct a, a, a champions or you know any of those pga tour events you know it takes a lot of work on the from the maintenance crew and he was reaching out looking for volunteers he's running on a small staff himself just like a lot of clubs in town or you know been short staff from the maintenance department and and uh so you know they rely on a lot of volunteers so hopefully uh hopefully that's working out for mike because otherwise he'll he'll do a great job and the, the golf course we know will, will be spectacular kurt Goss, what kind of involvement does the gateway pga have with the uh, charity classic yeah, so uh, we uh, we have the um, pre-qualifier uh, this Friday, the 1st of September. September's already here. Uh, it's being Sam Lee and Spencer T. Olin. Uh, that's where it'll be. And then uh, you also have Monday, September 4th, you have the, uh, the final qualifier. So you have some that need to qualify to get in the qualifier, and then you have some that are already – guaranteed a spot in the qualifier for Monday the 4th and I'm on the section website right now and I'm looking at some of the names that uh, might ring a bell uh, that are already in for the Monday qualifier uh, Arjun Atwal um, Kurt Rowe you know Brad uh, how do you pronounce Brad's last name uh, Ada oh Ada Manis yeah 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 he's playing yeah. the Metro Open um, the Metro. number times yeah because then he just recently turned 50 Yes. Uh, yeah. Cause he, well, he qualified for the senior open earlier this year. Cause yeah, he, yeah. Yes. Um, Brett Wetrich, if you remember that name again, doesn't seem like he's that old Cameron Beckman, uh, Frank Licklider, just running down some names, uh, locally, Bob Gauss is in Jonathan K. If you remember Jonathan K, Mac Gogol, um, Omar Uresti, um, Robert Dameron, um, Trevor Dodds, local guy, um, obviously not from St. Louis originally, but, uh, so no, um, you got a handful of names, uh, in the Monday qualifier already, and then, uh, we'll see what happens, uh, for the pre-qualifier. So gateway section, uh, got some involvement with that, uh, helping, uh, host things and, uh, um, no, it'll be fun. Um, as you know, our, our town is sometimes, uh, starred for a uh, big name golf. I know the champions tour might not be, uh, uh, the, 2018 PGA championship like we had with Bell Reeve, but uh, I think anything uh, is a uh, welcome to St. Louis. So uh, thanks to Norwood Hills and Ascension for uh, uh, another solid year. And let's hope uh, we, uh, we get some fireworks from uh, some of the guys we've been following for the past 25 years or so. Yeah. Without question. When you mean you find, I think a, a few of the winners of that thing have been, I know one's David Tom's um, mm-hmm. major, major champion, uh, Patrick Harrington, major champion. Um, Tell you who else has won. There's several major champions that have won this thing the past couple of years. Uh, and though you guys probably don't have it on top of your anyway, it's always exciting. I have friends that go to it every year. I've never been. I'm going to try and get over there next week, though, um, and check it out. And uh, so if you get a chance, why don't you stop by, too? I'm sure they'll have a great merch tent. I'm sure Kurt Goss will be there uh, spying on it, see how, see how well they do things there. Mm-hmm. The merchandise. <laughs> of course. I got yeah, it. It's fun. I, I, I recommend, you know, get out there and see these guys. I mean, these guys can still, they, they can still play. I, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm going to try to get out. I, I don't know when exactly again with two events with three events next week. Um, I'm hoping maybe Sunday for the final round to get out there and, and, and see, uh, see the action a little bit. So, 
If I'm not mistaken, I don't think tickets are super expensive for this thing. Uh, I don't believe so. No, I, I think you can get daily tickets, and yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't think so. Yeah. Plus, you can you can get up close and you know be on the the ropes. I mean, yeah, like you know, 2018 at Bell Reve. I mean, again, what a heck of an event! The hundredth PGA playing of the PGA Championship, but um, I mean, it was wall to wall people. I mean, it was record setting, um, which is great. But then again, um, it's harder to see things and, uh, it's not like stadium sports. So no, I mean, if you're a fan and like, uh, Roy just mentioned, tickets aren't that expensive, go see it. And you can get pretty close, uh, to the ropes and follow some of the, uh, some of the legends. And maybe we'll have a couple of uh, local guys, uh, sneak their way into the field. Yeah. Too. If we get anybody local that gets on, we might try to have them on the show. And then we're, we're going to try and effort, uh, Nick Ragone, the executive director of the Ascension charity classic for next week uh as well i know he's gonna have a busy week so hopefully we can we can get him on if not we'll have him on afterwards to kind of wrap up uh wrap up he's a great guy and and just and loves talking golf he's uh yep yep. uh, he's a pro at talking about golf i'll tell you that (laughs) (laughs) so that uh that wraps up the show this week you guys have anything else i think that was pretty i think we hit all the uh uh, talking i think think we hit it it. awesome well that's how we do that i mean the hanselman for kurt roey for kurt goss this has been the CSE Golf Factory Podcast on the St. Louis Podcast Network. We'll see you next week. Content on the St. Louis Podcast Network is 100% human created.